the blood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Slave and Jesus the Deliverer. And now here's Bishop Caldwell. Your Bible, if you will, to the 15th chapter of the book of beginning, the book of Genesis, the 15th chapter. Genesis chapter 15, verses 13 and 14. The Bible says, And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a sojourner in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. I want to talk to you today about the slave and Jesus, the deliverer. Amen. The slave and Jesus, the deliverer. I had some thinking what I might call some deep thinking this week, this past week. And I asked myself a question. Matter of fact, I asked Mary the same question because I wanted to see if I had gone all the way off the rail. This was the question. Why is it, do you think, that we cater to holidays that are put on the calendar by somebody else. Like for instance, Christmas, Easter, the 4th of July. And then there's February, Black History Month. I said, now, where do all these things come from? And why do we find ourselves falling into the same pattern of all these things like we don't have nothing else to do. And why is it that the majority of our conversation about black people and what has happened to black people in this country is held up during February and maybe another occasion here and there? Why is that? Why do we continue to follow in the same path while we watch 
racial prejudice and division in this country get wider and wider? I thought that was a good question. Because I'm, I'm, I'm weary with quote unquote church as usual. And what people seem to expect from church. A good sermon, choir singing, a song or two. We put our money in and then we leave. Nothing has changed. We cannot continue in that path. And what I'm saying is this. A lot of the preaching that we've heard, that I've heard basically all my life has come a lot of that from books, etc., from white people. I don't have anything against that. But it seemed like nobody seemed to be wanting to get down to the bottom line. And it's not these churches, it's these pulpits that will not deal with the truth as we know it in the things that are oppressing a people. And I made up my mind, I cannot, I will not go forward from this point forward not dealing with naked truth the way that I know it. I'm not going to do it. I think of all the sermons teaching on this and that and that and this. But what is the problem in this country? Slavery never would have lasted all those years, according to a lot of historians. It would never have lasted if these white preachers had stood up Amen. and let their voices be known. I was looking at a broadcast this morning on my way as I was getting dressed and they were talking about I'm prosperous and I got the victory and they were singing and I said you know what there ain't nothing but a bunch of noise and we haven't even learned how to treat one another. I said there ain't nothing but noise. It's enough to make you want to throw your breakfast up. And this is what I'm saying. Back in the day, and allow me to do this before we get down to the hard facts of this message. I'm reading that book by Henry Louis Gates Jr. That book is entitled The Black Church. And I see so much that we have integrated ourselves into that have not helped us. And one specific thing is that the white man took the book of Exodus out of the Bible back during slavery because he did not want the slaves to read about how God delivered Israel out of Egypt. So they took that book out took the book of Exodus out. And some more books they took out that are not lined out in the scripture. But anything that would cause black people to get free 
or understand the damage that the white man was doing to them like Pharaoh did to the children of Israel in the book of Exodus, they took that out of the Bible. So they took it out and, and, and watched the double-edged sword. Then it was against the law to teach Negroes to read. So the white boy that could read didn't preach about it. And still today they ain't preaching about it. And Negroes say, well, you know, I got a white pastor and he doesn't talk about race. He doesn't have to. His skin got him in. Now that's, that's, that's the truth. And I have not been called by God to assimilate myself into this desperate situation. It's sickening. So ain't no help coming from the white preacher. They didn't do it then. And it's been 402 years now. And I'm still waiting on them to do it. And they're not going to do it. And not only that. According to Henry Louis Gates Jr. The white people took. Those songs. Negroes couldn't sing them. Because they came from Africa. And Negroes loved drum beats. And rhythm. And singing. And all this. The white man shut all that down and commanded that there would be no rhythm, no singing, no hand clapping, no nothing. And I've heard some of my black brothers, they got integrated into that white culture, got their congregation sitting up looking like white people. At what point do we get the opportunity to be who we are. To praise the Lord. To, to dance and to sing. And I just believe that God put that in black people. Because he knew that we was going to have a hard time over here. So. If the white preacher. Today. Would start talking about the very thing that is stagnating this country these racial issues he better preach hard and heavy because that's going to be his last sermon among them white people because white people refuse to let anybody tell them how to treat us so here I am on a Sunday morning in the book of Exodus lest we forget the slave and Jesus the deliverer. In Genesis 15th chapter 13th verse the Bible says and he said unto Abram know of a surety in other words know for sure know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger or a sojourner in a land that is not theirs. That's what brings us to America today. In a land that is not theirs. And shall serve them. And they shall, underline this, afflict them. 400 years. Ain't that America? 
My argument before the throne of grace, and you need to make your argument to the Lord with respect and understanding of the scriptures. God said, your seed is going to be a sojourner in a land that's not theirs, and they're going to be there for 400 years. We've been over here since 1619, and this is 2021. That is 402 years. That's two years longer than Israel stayed in Egyptian bondage. And as strange as it may seem, I thought that it would probably be Donald Trump that would yield himself to the Lord because, you know, people do what Trump says. And that they would pay the black folk reparation. I thought it, that he would do that. But him being so full of hate and bigotry and division, God couldn't find a heartbeat. They're going to be 400 years afflicted. Not just there, but punished. That's verse 13. Now there's an argument out, out there now on the horizon. Look at verse 14. And also that nation, talking about the Israelites, in this, this case talking about the USA. And also that nation whom they shall serve. Now don't tell me that we ever done that. It's still alive in New Orleans. The white coat, white shirt, black necktie, black pants, coffee. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. God says, I'm going to judge Egypt because of what they did to Israel. But watch this. And afterward shall they come out with great substance. Whoop, there it is, reparation. Reparation. United States owes us. Descendants of slaves they owe us. They took our money, took our dignity, destroyed our families, all of that. And they're still doing that. They came out with great substance because God allowed the females to go to the Egyptians and to get jewelry and clothing and etc. Because they were getting ready to get up out of Egypt. So if God set reparation in the earth realm, show me where did he ever pulled that back. He didn't. He didn't do it. But because racial prejudice is so deep and white preachers are so quiet, them the same white preachers that told that lie on us that we are cursed. I read that too before they this morning. And my mind goes back to what Fred Price said years ago. That curse or that statement that was put on Canaan was done by Noah. And Fred Price said, that man first of all was drunk. God didn't say that. Noah said that. Amen. And you can't curse what God done blessed. Amen. Can't.
can't do it. We have never been cursed. And the white preachers still quiet. Negroes running, taking their little boys over there, these white preachers that ain't gonna go to the DA, ain't gonna go downtown, ain't gonna go to jail, ain't gonna go to the school, don't care about them. Because if they did, they would be classed an in lover. So, the slave and Jesus the deliverer, what God did for Israel way back yonder, after those 400 years, what God did, he did it through his son. And what God is doing for us today, he's doing it through his son. In the 40 years in the wilderness, when God rained down bread six days a week, and on the sixth day they took bread for two days, and according to Jesus in John chapter 6, I am that bread. I ain't got no help in here. I am that bread. Jesus is the bread of life. And in order to turn racial prejudice and all the rest of this stuff around, we need them white brothers to stand up. Now they haven't done it in 402 years. Maybe this will be the year they do it. Because if they did it and corrected these white people because that's where all the problems are coming from, then maybe we can at last, before we leave, live in this land in peace. But if they were to do it, they'd lose them churches. Which they don't have anyway. Because they're preaching what the people want to hear. Amen. Instead of preaching what the people need to hear. Amen. Exodus chapter 2. So God put them in a position to pay Israel reparation. To pay them for 400 years of servitude. Now Negroes are jumping all over Volkswagen and everything because Biden signed uh, a signature to make Juneteenth a holiday. Where is the money? Huh? The only thing Negroes got out of that signature is what you get when you go to Waffle House and get a hot cup of coffee in your black suit and you spill the coffee, the only thing you get is a warm feeling. Where's the money? Where's the reparation? Where's the reparation for all this servitude? And I noticed something about the Lord. And that's where, that's where we are today. The Lord is the one that instituted human government. Then I need to kind of hurry on and wrap this up because some of y'all are nervous. The Lord, even though he sent ten plagues down in Egypt, he did not overthrow Pharaoh's throne. Because there was a human government set in place. The Lord didn't overthrow Pharaoh. Even though Pharaoh and his army drowned it in the Red Sea. 
when he woke up and realized that all of this slave labor is getting up out of Egypt, I need to go and get it back. And they got drowned trying to get it back. What am I saying? I'm saying what the white people in this country know and what Negroes, since we have been, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And we've been lied to so long, we've been promised so much, and none of those promises have been fulfilled. And anyone who went to get the promises fulfilled got assassinated. So, it's these midterm elections that these white people are going into these booths electing these people. Electing them for what? To keep us right where we are and to hold us back in a society. Old McConnell should have been gone. You know, bad weed die hard. But they are in those places to make sure we don't get nowhere. Now, you want to change it? Vote. So God made them pray for reparation. They stayed down there in Egypt, afflicted for 400 years. Can you imagine being in servitude and being whipped, beaten for 400 years? You die and you leave your family in that situation? Ain't that the same thing happening to us in this country? Yeah. But Jesus is the deliverer. But anytime you come to straight facts like these, Negroes get nervous because it's too much truth at one time. You better grab it because we need it. All right. In Exodus, the second chapter, verses 23 through 25, is God's pity upon Israel. And it came to pass in process of time, see, that's the key, that the king of Egypt died. One of those pharaohs. And the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. And they cried and their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant. Now underline that word covenant. Because that's what we have with God today. And that's what we're going to have to insist on. That this covenant that God made with us. That he enjoined that covenant now. We need for him to overturn all this stuff now. And the reason it probably has not been overturned is because a lot of black people in these churches have been lulled to sleep. And have not pursued, overtaken, and recovered all. Just satisfied to have a job. Yeah. So it came to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. And they cried and their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel and God knew their plight. 
Don't you think for one moment that God has not pitied us in this country and he's trying to find some people that would do the right thing by us and he can't find them. Can't find them. Because they want to be reelected so they're not going to help us because they want their job back. But they cried out and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob heard their cry by reason of their bondage and he remembered his covenant. Now today, we don't have access to that covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because we started out reading in the 15th chapter of Genesis, but if you read above those verses, you're going to find out that it was an act of redemption. Abraham was asleep and God came through those animals that were cut up, which means that salvation belongs to the Lord. And so by reason of their bondage and crying out, God heard their cry. Man, people like Sojourner Truth and Harriet Tubman and, 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 and Booker T. Washington and George Washington Carver and W.E.B. Du Bois, and all those people cried out in their generation. Today's message, The Slave and Jesus the Deliverer, FC3080. FC3080 is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution for the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is 
Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.